Hello. Welcome to the Maryland Law Podcast. Basic rights when interacting with law enforcement section. My name is Troy C. Hansen, Esquire, and in this episode, we will bring awareness as to your rights in the event that you were stopped by the police in public. And under this broad category, what rights you have, how to reduce risk to yourself, and what to do if you are arrested or detained, what to do if you believe your rights were violated, and what you can do if you think you're witnessing police abuse or brutality. Now, one of our major goals with the Maryland Law Podcast is to provide more awareness about rights those who find themselves subject to the laws of Maryland have, And to that end, our work is made easier with much of the information and resources that are already widely available elsewhere in other formats. So, quite frankly, we have not created much original content in this episode. Instead, the bulk of this episode consists of direct quotes or paraphrases of the information made available at www.org. ACLU.org and www.msba.org. And after listening to this episode, we encourage you to become familiar with the information made available by the ACLU at www.aclu.org and by the Maryland State Bar Association at www. .msba.com. So, with that being said, again, this episode will bring awareness as to your rights in the event that you were stopped by the police in public, and under this broad category, what rights you have, how to reduce risk to yourself, what to do if you are arrested or detained, what to do if you believe your rights were violated, and what you can do if you think you're witnessing police abuse or brutality. Now, before we get any further into this episode, I wanted to take a moment to advise the listener that although the producers of this website and podcast are attorneys licensed to practice law in the state of Maryland, the information contained in this website and podcast, or the use thereof, is general in nature, for educational purposes only, should not be considered legal advice, does not establish an attorney-client relationship, and is not a solicitation to offer legal advice. In addition, we do not guarantee the completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness of any of the information provided in this website and podcast and that said information is provided without any warranty of any kind whatsoever, expressed or implied. One more thing. Maryland Law Podcast is a community-supported and funded project, which means we are only able to provide the information on this site and maintain and update it with your support. So, if you found any of the information contained in this website and podcast educational, or are simply supportive of providing greater access to our legal system, please consider supporting us by passing our information along with whatever means you have available. 
by leaving us a review and a rating and or making a donation. Every bit helps, and we appreciate your support. Now, on to the podcast. As stated previously, this episode is focused on your rights if stopped by the police. However, at the outset, it is important to note that being stopped by the police is a stressful experience that can go bad quickly. Here we describe what the law requires and also offer strategies for handling police encounters. We want to be clear. The burden of de-escalation does not fall on private citizens. It falls on police officers. Let me say that again. The burden of de-escalation does not fall on private citizens. It falls on police officers. However, you cannot assume officers will behave in a way that protects your safety or that they will respect your rights even after you assert them. You may be able to reduce the risk to yourself by staying calm and not exhibiting hostility towards the officers. However, the truth is that there are situations where people have done everything they could to put an officer at ease, yet ended up injured or killed. Knowing your rights and how to properly exercise them when you are stopped by the police in public may help reduce your risk of being injured or killed. So, to begin, let's look at a situation where you are simply approached by an officer in public and the officer starts to ask you questions. To be clear, the law permits officers to approach you in a public place to request information. In this situation, you do not have to answer any questions and are free to walk away. Okay, now let's look at a situation where an officer reasonably suspects that you are either committing a crime, have committed a crime, or are about to commit a crime. Here, if police reasonably suspect that you are committing, have committed, or are about to commit a crime, they may briefly detain you for questioning. Under these circumstances, the officers might request your identification and an explanation of your actions. Again, you are not required to answer. You have the right to remain silent. For example, you do not have to answer any questions about where you are going, where you are traveling from, what you are doing, or where you live. You also do not have to answer questions about where you were born, whether you are a U.S. citizen, or how you entered the country. Again, you have the right to remain silent. So, if you wish to exercise your right to remain silent, say so out loud. Now, let's look at a situation where you are being detained for questioning because the officer reasonably suspects that you are either committing a crime, have committed a crime, or are about to commit a crime. Here, if you are being detained, you do not have to consent to a search of yourself or your belongings. 
In addition, it is important to note that refusing to consent to a search may not stop the officer from carrying out the search against your will. But making a timely objection before or during the search can help preserve your rights in any later legal proceeding. Okay, again, you are being detained for questioning because the officer reasonably suspects that you are either committing a crime, have committed a crime, or are about to commit a crime. Here, if you are being detained and the police officers reasonably suspect that you are armed and dangerous, they may frisk you for weapons. A frisk, commonly referred to as a pat-down, is less invasive than a search. However, if while frisking for weapons, the officer finds anything illegal, it may be confiscated and you can be arrested. So, what are your rights if arrested? Here, if you are taken into police custody, you have certain rights. Specifically, you have the right to be informed of the charges against you and the allowable penalties. You have the right to obtain a lawyer, including the right to have one appointed if you cannot afford one. You have the right to have a judge decide whether you should be released from jail until your trial. And you have the right to remain silent. The topic of how you know that you are in police custody will be discussed in detail in a separate episode. However, for the purposes of this episode, if you are in police custody, the police may ask your name, address, and other routine processing questions. However, before questioning you about anything else, the police must tell you that you have the right to remain silent, that any statement you make may be used as evidence against you, and that you have the right to speak with a lawyer, and if you wish, to have a lawyer present when you are being questioned. The police must also tell you that a lawyer will be signed to your case without cost if you cannot afford a lawyer, but want to speak with one before being questioned. Also, if police are questioning you, the questioning must stop if you state that you wish to remain silent or request a lawyer. Your silence while in police custody cannot be used against you. However, what you say as well as what you write or sign can be used against you. Also, Unless you actually requested a lawyer, the police may ask you to speak with them later. Finally, if you requested a lawyer instead of merely refusing to answer questions, the police cannot question you further unless you later to decide to talk without the benefit of legal counsel. Okay. We talked about your rights in the event that you are either approached by the police in public, detained by the police, and or arrested by the police. Now let's talk about what to do if you are approached, detained, or arrested by the police, and how to reduce risk to yourself. 
Here, I'm just going to rattle off a list. So, if you are approached by the police in public, detained and or arrested by the police, stay calm. Don't run. Resist or obstruct the officers. Do not lie or give false documents. Keep your hands where the police can see them. Say out loud that you wish to remain silent and ask for a lawyer immediately. Don't give any explanations or excuses. Don't say anything. Don't sign anything. Don't make any decisions without a lawyer. Finally, if you have been arrested by the police, you have the right to make a local phone call. Now, the police cannot listen if you call a lawyer. They can, and often do listen, if you call anyone else. So, if you don't already have an attorney, it may be a good idea to make arrangements with an attorney so that you can contact them in the event that you are arrested or detained by the police, or believe that your rights were violated. Okay, as history tells us, just because you have properly asserted your rights when interacting with law enforcement does not mean that law enforcement will respect your assertion of your rights. So, if you believe that your rights have been violated, here is some helpful information that you can put into practice. Write down or record in some other manner everything that you remember as soon as you can after the incident. If you are able to do so, safely record the incident in progress and save the recording to a cloud backup. Ask the offending officers for their information, including their badge and patrol car numbers, which agency the officers were from, and any other details you think may be important. Also, get contact information for any witnesses present. If you were injured, seek medical attention immediately and take photographs of your injuries. Also, file a written complaint with the agency's Internal Affairs Division, or Civil Complaint Board. In most cases, you can file a complaint anonymously if you wish. Finally, and perhaps most obvious, seek the advice and assistance of an attorney. Okay, the last topic of this episode that we wanted to provide information for is what you can do if you think that you are witnessing police abuse or brutality. For some, witnessing of police abuse or brutality can be a shocking experience and can leave the witness feeling as if there is nothing that can be done. However, the following information should bring awareness as to what can be done about police abuse or brutality. So, if you believe that you are witnessing police abuse or brutality, stand at a safe distance and, if possible, use your phone to record video to a cloud backup of what is happening. Also, as you do not as long as you do not interfere with what the officers are doing and do not stand close enough to obstruct their movements, you have the right to observe and record events that are plainly visible in public spaces. Do not try to hide the fact that you are recording. In fact, state clearly 
and matter-of-factly that you are recording. Police officers do not have a reasonable expectation of privacy when performing their jobs. Police officers may not confiscate or demand to view your photographs or video without a warrant, and they may not delete your photographs or video under any circumstances. If an officer orders you to stop recording or orders you to hand over your phone, you should politely but firmly tell the officer that you do not consent to doing so and remind the officer that taking photographs or video is your right under the First Amendment. Be aware that some officers may arrest you for refusing to comply, even though their orders are illegal. The arrests would be unlawful, but you will need to weigh the personal risks of arrest, including the risk that an officer may search you upon arrest, against the value of continuing to record. Finally, whether or not you are able to record everything, make sure to write down or otherwise record everything that you remember, including officer's badge and patrol car numbers, which agencies the officers were from, how many officers were present, and what their names were, any use of weapons, including less lethal weapons such as tasers or batons, and any injuries suffered by the person stopped. If you are able to speak to the person stopped by the police after the police leave, they may find your contact information helpful in case they decide to file a complaint or pursue a law, a lawsuit against the officers. Again, when approached by the police, the burden of de-escalation does not fall on the private citizen. The burden of de-escalation falls squarely on the police. However, the truth is that there are situations where people have done everything they could to put an officer at ease, and they still ended up injured or killed. Our sincere hope is that the information in this episode helps to reduce the risks that come with any interaction with law enforcement. Okay, that concludes this episode of the Maryland Law Podcast, Basic Rights When Interacting with Law Enforcement Section. We hope that this episode brought you some awareness as to your rights in the event that you are stopped by the police in public, how to reduce risk to yourself, what to do if you are arrested or detained, what to do if you believe your rights were violated, and what you can do if you think you were witnessing police abuse or brutality. And if you did, or are simply supportive of providing greater access to our legal system and greater awareness of your rights, please consider supporting us by passing our information along with whatever means you have available, by leaving us a review and a rating, and or by making a donation. Maryland Law Podcast is a community-supported podcast, which again means we're only able to provide the information on this site and maintain and update it with your support. Again, thanks for listening, and best of luck to you.